Hey everyone, Felice Gerwitz here, and I want to share with you something that is dear to my heart, and that is saving you money. Can you use encouragement for your homeschool journey? Have you been searching for an online learning program designed to ground your family in a Christian worldview? Well, now you can at MediaAngelsMembership.com. Our affordable membership packages fit your budget and busy life. Now you can access customized membership packages for your homeschooling family from the extensive Media Angels Library of Books, classes, and Bible studies. You may select the ebook bundle, the creation bundle, the premium bundle, or the forever bundle. Each bundled set will save you vast amounts of money. Our packages begin at less than $10 and you can use it for the whole family. So go to MediaAngelsMembership.com for more information. That's MediaAngelsMembership.com. You'll be glad you did. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey everyone and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. I'm excited because today I'm going to talk to you about staycations, what they are, and some of the pros and cons. I want to thank our sponsor, MediaAngels.com. You can find some great books and products at MediaAngels.com. Also, check out our Media Angels membership site. So go to MediaAngelsMembership.com and you can find all kinds of downloadable resources that are a fraction of the cost for a full curriculum you can use with your children. Well, sometimes the best vacations are staycations. These fun times are so close that you may never see them. And that is because half the time we don't even see the things that are surrounding us. So what is a staycation? Typically, it is described as a vacation that you take at home. So you are staying home, but you are enjoying your area as if you were a tourist. Let's look at why, first of all, people take vacations, because I think that's important. And I have to admit that in our home, when I was growing up, we took vacations as I got older more often. And when I was really younger, we didn't take them that often. But when I was in my teenage years, we took them every year like clockwork, and we would actually take an entire month off. And we would split it up, so two weeks was the vacation time, and then two weeks we would be home and do some fun things. My dad had a boat, so we'd go out in the boat, we'd go swimming, um, and we'd enjoy some of the things that were in our area. So basically, we had the best of both worlds. We had a vacation and a staycation, and while we were at home... My parents had some project they wanted to work on. So we owned a restaurant. So it could be anything from painting the inside of the restaurant, putting up all new signs, um, you know, really doing a deep clean, whatever it was my dad and mom had on the list. And we all pitched in and it was really fun. 
So I have 10 reasons that people take vacations, and this is just from my own experience, and you may be able to add more to this. The first is to spend time with your family. That's going to be the number one. The second is to relax and unwind. Many times people don't feel like they can relax at home because there's always something to do, right? We see that dirty laundry or the dishes that need to be washed, so it's a little bit more difficult. The third is just to get away. Sometimes just getting out of your zip code gives you that feeling of, you know, that you're going to experience new things, which is number four on my list. Uh, number five is to avoid work. Number six is to visit different places. Number seven, to try different foods. Number eight, perhaps to learn something new. Number nine is to enjoy the local culture, wherever that is that you may be. And the tenth for the mystery, uncertainty, or excitement that you're going to be doing something, you know, new or different. And friends, a lot of times we overlook the wonderful things that happen right in our own town. Um, I actually live in a destination town, so I live somewhere um, that is sought after by many people. I'm not in the busiest town. I'm in my state, but I am in a town that has a lot of amenities. So a lot of people travel because perhaps their town doesn't have these kinds of things um, or they want to experience living out of a suitcase and spending lots of money because vacations can be done, you know, on a on a um, shoestring budget. But if you want to experience some of the things that that locale has to offer, some of them could be pricey. And, you know, as I shared, you know, we went on vacation. I love vacations, and sometimes just getting away can bring you some enjoyment. But it really takes a lot of planning and a lot of money. I remember one year we took a 10-day vacation with our five children, which meant that my husband had to take off of work, and he's the owner of the company, so getting permission wasn't a problem. But setting up the job sites uh, so that our guys could still work was important to him. So he had to set all of that up, and then they took vacations at different times during the year. So, you know, that was, um, you know, scheduled differently. But It was really difficult because not only were we going to be lowering our income at that point because he wasn't going to be on the job site, but we also were going to be spending quite a bit of money. So we decided we were going to fly somewhere. So that was airfare um, for all of us. And typically, I can find airfare prices that are really good. My biggest problem has always been rental cars um, until recently, and I found... Um, you know, some really um, less expensive alternatives, let's put it that way. But even recently, while flying um, to see my son and daughter at college, we ended up paying less for our airline tickets than our rental car was going to be until I did some, you know, really deep searching and could find a rental car that was going to be considerably less expensive than the tickets. So there's always going to be that expense where if you fly somewhere and then you're going to rent a car, of course, the gas and food and where you're going to stay. So all of that stuff takes money. But if you decide to do a staycation, you will find that you are going to save a ton of money. And believe me, I have some ideas with all that money you're going to save. So... Um, I do live, as I said, in a vacation destination area. When I just started going through just some of the things 
that you can do in our area. Um, we don't have a theme park in my town, but there is a theme park um, within um, two and a half, and then there's another one that's about three and a half hours from my house. We have gorgeous beaches. We have two baseball stadiums. We have a hockey stadium. We have not one, but two indoor ice skating rinks. And, you know, people fly to my area from all over the world to enjoy our beaches, the local seafood, and, of course, the glorious and endless sunshine. Even on the days that it rains, you can count on the fact that the showers are localized and short, and the sun's typically peeking out of the clouds soon afterwards. Um, there are camping places you can go in my town. There's theater. There are, um, you know, lots of little small museums. Um, there are nature walks. There is um, a place on Sanibel Island, which is near near where I live, and that's called Ding Darling. So it's a nature preserve. Um, there are um, shell museums that have, you know, beautiful shells that are on display. So there's a ton of things. But when I looked at, you know, what the differences would be and what are the pros and cons, because if you want to take a vacation, you know, of course, by all means, do that. But I looked at our staycations, and after we took that very expensive trip, we went to, to Virginia, we went to Williamsburg, we went up in the mountains and did some hiking and stayed, you know, in a place where my kids could actually see, you know, bears and things like that, and then we drove through the Appalachian Trail. Well, after all of that money that we spent, when we got home, I was exhausted. My little one was about, um, I want to say, he, I think he was about four or five months old. But I was exhausted. And so I said to my husband after that, we are going to be planning a lot more vacations that are closer to home and some that are at home. And we're going to be doing some of that this year, too, um, even though I have bigger kids now. So here's what you do. You look through and you figure out some of the things that you want to do. In the next episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms, I'm going to go into details on how to plan to make the most of your time. But right now, I just want to explain some of the basics. The first is create categories of what you would like to do. This is a brainstorm session. What is some of the things that you would do on a typical vacation? And these could include accommodations, sightseeing, attending events, or an experience like, for example, parasailing, which you can do at the local beaches, or jet skiing, or renting a boat. These are all things that you can do you know, within 15 minutes of my home. So what are some of the things that you would like to do on this vacation? The second is... What are some of the foods you would be eating if you were going to restaurants? It always cracks me up when we go somewhere halfway nice and my kids order burgers. So if you're going to, you know, order a hamburger, you might as well stay home. So the biggest thing, like I try to order things that I don't make at home, uh, as my kids say, so I don't start comparing <laughs> comparing the cooking. But think about what you would eat if you were going somewhere else. You know, like let's say if you were going to Europe and you were going to France or Germany or, um, you know, Japan. If you were going to some faraway country, what would be some of the foods you would eat? So think about that. I mean, you could even think of themes. Um, what activities would you do? Would it be an adventure trip or would it be passive? Do you just want to sit at the beach and enjoy the waves? 
with a good book or even an audio book. So at least you would have your head up and look at the beautiful scenery. Or did you want some kind of adventure kind of a thing where you're, you know, going on a 10 mile hike or training for a 5k or something like that. And then also the length of time, how long do you want to spend? And also what is your budget? So what I did was I came up with a, a chart and I have pros on one side and cons on the other. And the first pro is for the staycation. And the next con is for for the staycation. So I have two categories. So first of all, pro for staycations, you save money. Cons for vacation, you spend more money. Um, there is, and I think I'll just go, instead of me going back and forth, I'm just going to make the whole pro list first. So you would save money. There's no packing, less stress, less planning, no time off from work. You could do a staycation just on the weekend so dad can go to work, you know, or mom or whatever. No travel costs and can be done on a whim. So if you have this great idea, you can do it without a whole lot of planning. Or if you've planned it out and you don't know when exactly you want to do it, then when the time's right, you can do it. And then you don't need a house sitter or um pet care or anything like that. The cons on vacation is obviously it costs more. Uh, you're packing clothes for different events. It's stressful. Um, it's sometimes the unknown is hard to plan for. There's a lot more planning involved. There's time off from work. You have to plan travel time, you know, where you're going to be from point A to point B. You need time to make arrangements and you need a house sitter or someone to you know, come check if you're going to be gone for an extended period of time or someone to watch your pets or water your plants. The cons of a staycation are it's harder to relax and unwind because you are home. You are staying home, so there's less of the ambiance of going somewhere different. You have the same surroundings that you typically see, so it may not be as relaxing. Um, it's harder to experience new things. You are. It's going to be harder to try new foods or go to new events unless you purposely make that plan, and it's harder to sightsee. The, the pros of a vacation is that it is way easier to relax and unwind. That's, that's your getaway. A vacation is all about getting away. You have different surroundings. It's easier to experience new things. It's easier to try new foods and events. And it's easier to see the sights. You know, ultimately, the choice is yours. But recently, I was looking at a vacation in nearby Georgia for my family. So my two college kids were going to be driving home. And I thought, well, you know, if they just go across instead of down to Florida, we can meet in Georgia and go to the mountains. And so I found this awesome um, huge house that could sleep nine people, and um, there it you know there are six of us, so it was a little bit bigger than what we needed. And I was thinking, well, it'd be great because then my daughter and the grandkids could come. And there were the mountains in the background and a huge deck, and it was near nature walks and the rapids and lots of other local events. And I found the price, and it just gave me sticker shock. It was six thousand dollars for one week. And then you have a house, so you that's not going to include food. And yes, we could save some money by cooking in, but to me, if I was going to be going on vacation, then I'm going to be wanting to either eat simply for breakfast and lunch and then spend our money on dinner, but to go out. 
And we decided that while it would be fun to see the mountain views, the cost was more than what we wanted to spend. So instead, I took that $6,000 and I said, okay, so what if I only spent $500? What could I do? And I made some plans for things we could do around town. And then I said, well, if I increased it to $1,000 for a weekend um, that would be an extended weekend, for like let's say a four days, we could drive to the Keys and stay at a really nice hotel and go out to eat every night for dinner and still be under budget. So that's kind of what you could do. The kids could go fishing. Um, they could do some scuba diving um, or take lessons. You know, So you can look at that money that you would spend or even a fraction of what you're willing to spend and then kind of you know, add up and delete the things that you do and don't want to do. So I have lots more podcasts this month. They're all about staycations. I've got one where I just did staycations for kids. And then I have our top 100 ideas for staycations, things that you can implement at home, whether it's during a vacation or some other time of the year. Hey, guys, if you enjoy the show, please share it with a friend. Go on iTunes or Google Play or any of the places you listen to this on an app and give me a star rating. And please leave me feedback. You can do that at the um, vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. Go to episode 348, look for staycations, the pros and cons, and leave me your comments there. Um, Also have a Facebook page where I'd love to have you join us. Check that link out in the show notes. Take care, God bless, and talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.